This is Uninvited Company, the podcast where we tell you ghost stories Urban legends. And, and all the spooky shit. shit. I got really excited. We're uh, racing through today. That was unexpected. Just keeping you on your toes. Um, we're doing a little bit of um, an organic, non-scripted episode today. Yeah, we're just going to share some stories with you all. Yeah, Haunted House Part 2. Part 2. It's been you a want, while. Do you want to try and harmonize? It's been a while. Oh, we used to do... I don't know if you've ever watched the, movie, the TV show Psych, but we used to always... Um, what was... What's the I phrase? can't remember. Suck it. That's what they do. Oh, yeah. And we would... Tr- without without having a starting pitch, we would try to harmonize to it, okay, and it what, always was not good. Do you want to try it? <laughs> yeah, okay. Are we doing suck it? Yeah. What? One, two, three. Suck it. <laughs> that bad it's been way worse (laughs) we also do the um john ralphio and mona lisa thing that they do it was hilarious Hilarious. i i was off i'm sorry (laughs) you were good until the end what what did i mess up do i need to go lower a little bit higher higher yes you're too low Hallelujah. Oh, I try to go too low. Yes, you got to stay in the same key. I'm not vocally trained. <laughs> Very sorry. Anyways. So anyways. We're going to we're going to do some stories about our haunted house and just kind of We're just going to ha- we're just hanging out yeah. of each other and tell you some stories about what it was like growing up in an actual haunted house because we did i think the stories that we're going to focus on today are the ones obviously we have not told you yet and we're going to kind of do a little bit of fast forwarding um towards our older selves experiences in the house because our first episode was more of the beginning yeah the, the beginnings of what like the tv static and all that stuff so yeah if if you happen to be new here and this is your first episode listening. If you didn't catch on, we did grow up in a haunted house for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Something may have followed us to our next house because a few things did happen at that house, well, we, which we will talk about in potentially part three. Part three. In some point. But we figured it was time to give, you know, it's time to talk about some spooky stuff that we witnessed firsthand. So mm-hmm. if you're new here, welcome. We're the spooky sisters. Spooky <laughs> No, we're not. That's, we don't call ourselves that. Just felt right. The SS. Mm. Okay. Okay. Company. So. Like a, like a ship. I know. I got what you were okay. saying. I was just moving on. Rachel's going to start us off. I'm going to start by telling you. Because oh, I wasn't here for this story. No. No. None of our family members were. Except for Ma. So. This was a night where my parents were at a movie. So, therefore, they were unreachable. That's real convenient. You were probably at a friend's house. I was going. And I had two friends over. So, I have two witnesses to this. 
And so the way our house is situated, if you missed the first episode, you can see lots of the house from one central point, and that is our living room. From our living room, if you are sitting on the couch in our living room, you look to the right, there is our den. That is where we had our fancy meals, if you will. No, that's not where we had our fancy meals, because that was not our dining room. That's where we spent our holidays. The dining room and the fancy living room where Santa came were at the front of the house. Yeah. So you look to the right, and there's where Santa came. That's where we had our Christmas, okay? The left. Didn't spend... No, I'm saying if you're sitting in our living room on our couch, and to the right was where the den was. To the left is where the bar and the pool table were. So the den, from my experience, we didn't spend any time in there unless it was holidays, because it was more of like... It was a darker room. The lights were never really on. I didn't really ever feel comfortable in there. But yeah, the w- it had a bit of an eerie It had a different feel, feeling. for sure. So, again, you're sitting on our couch. You can look all the way down, see past, like, through our kitchen, all the way down that creepy hallway that we talked about in episode one. So, you can see a lot of stuff from, um, from our living room. Right around the corner, if you just step up into our kitchen, are the stairs where you go upstairs to, you know, where you and our room, rooms were. And then there's the front door, you know, just past the stairs. Mm-hmm. If the you stairs will. were kind of like the hole of the donut. Yes. And then it went around. There like you, you go. You walk all the way around the stairs. You're better at explaining visuals. I'm very bad. Yeah. So, Caitlin and Brooke and I, this is freshman year, so I am a 14-year-old less. And we are, yes. we're in the living room and we're watching a movie. It was not a scary movie. I specifically remember that because I was never a fan of scary movies. I am mm-hmm. now. High school me, No. So we're in the living room watching a movie. The dogs must have been outside because I don't recall the dogs barking or anything like that. But we're sitting on the couch and all of a sudden, very, very clearly, we start hearing what sounds like a 250 pound man walking down the stairs. Super clear. We all freeze right where we're sitting and we look at each other we are so freaking scared to even talk and we hear the footsteps just like literally really slow come Mm -hmm. all the way down the stairs stop start back up at the top of the stairs which is not physically possible no i shouldn't have to explain that to you starts back over a ghost stuck in a loop or something yeah oh okay yeah that's a good way to explain it so starts back down starts back i mean coming back down again the same thing very slow heavy footsteps which in our minds at that time like a lot of my high school friends knew that our house was haunted and a lot of them would want to come over to like our house and stay the night rather than staying at their house because they wanted to experience something which a lot of them did This was not the first thing that came up in our minds, was something paranormal. We 100% thought that there was somebody in the house. Like, didn't think about the logistics of how would they have gotten upstairs, you know, when would this have happened? We thought there was someone in the house. And Caitlin, um, I don't, her dad, I think her dad lived the closest. And so she immediately texted her dad and said, you need to come over here. Literally, none of us are speaking to each other. We are terrified. She texts her dad and says, you need to come over here. We think that there's somebody in the house. And he's, you know, being a typical parent, like, oh, are y'all watching a scary movie? Like, you're probably hearing things. She's like, dad, please come help now. Like, made it very, very serious that we're scared. 
We are 14-year-old girls. Get over here and at least assess the situation. It's at least like a 12-minute drive. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there in complete silence, hearing this footstep pattern. Occasionally, it would stop. And when you're sitting in the living room, directly above the living room was my room. Mm-hmm. Your room was directly above the entryway, right? Yeah. Well, my the, room was kind of above yeah, the, the kitchen. the entryway and the Fort Mill living room. Yes. So we start hearing footsteps right above our, right above our heads which are in my room the same slow heavy footsteps it would walk out of my room come down the stairs sometimes it would come halfway down the stairs stop start back up in my room just repetitive again we're just scared shitless so we're like this is a man we're about to be attacked we don't even move we we sit on that couch we didn't even try and go lock ourselves in a bathroom try and run out the front door nothing we are so just frozen Time, 12 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever goes by so freaking slow. She immediately gets a text from her dad and says, I'm at the front door. Because we told him not to ring the doorbell because Mm -hmm. we were so scared. We get a text from her dad that he's here. We freaking sprinted from the living room through that that den area where, Mm -hmm. you know... That we so never you don't really... have to go directly so in front we, of the yeah, staircase. Yeah, we did. We avoided those freaking stairs. Yeah. We went through the den, ran to the front door, swung that front door open, and see Caitlin's dad. And he's, like, laughing. Like, visibly laughing. Like, oh, all right. irritating. It's very irritating. Because it's like, there's three of us. We are not all making this up. At came. Very... Well, I mean, yeah. When your daughter tells you, we think there's an intruder in the house, you, you need to go. I mean, come on now. So... We're just super freaking relieved to see him. We're like, okay, we're not alone. He's like, all right, what is this noise? Like, what are y'all hearing? Just super brushing it off. In that exact moment, again, your room is directly above where we're standing. It sounds like somebody takes your chest of drawers that is like huge, like the size of a person, right? It sounds like somebody takes your chest of drawers in your room and throws it across the entire room. Like, mm-hmm. making a hole in the wall. Like, there's clearly going to be some chaotic scene up there. Y'all, I am not exaggerating when I tell you her dad was the first one booking it back to his car. That is, this visual is still very clear in my mind. That's that so man funny. ran for his mother freaking life. Okay? And we're all well, running. yeah, because if there's someone in the house that can do that kind of damage. Yes, it was so loud. And it, so we all ran to his car. He immediately locks the door and our front door was one of those that has a glass front door and then the wooden door behind it, right? Mm-hmm. So the wooden door was still open and the glass front door, you know, swung shut. So we could still see directly from his car, sitting in his car, we could see through our front door and you can and see, see the bottom of the stairs. You can see the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. If anybody were to run down those stairs, we would have seen them. My eyes were locked on that staircase the entire time because I'm like, there is a human being in our house that was going to do some damage to us. Okay. He immediately gets on the phone with the cops and I'm trying to contact mom and dad saying like, there's somebody in our house. The cops are on the way. They're in a movie. So they don't get the message right away. The cops come. This is not an exaggeration. I've, my 14 year old brain, like I still remember this. I see the cops going in. There's two of them and they have their weapons drawn, you know, just like you see in the movies, they have their weapons drawn and I can see both of them going up the stairs because we had told, you know, her dad had told them what the situation was. He told them there is somebody in there. This is what we heard. So they ran in there, right? They're going up the stairs. 
I don't know. I like literally cannot tell you how long it was. Um, felt like forever, but they finally came out super casual and everything. They obviously didn't find anybody in there. They said that they searched the entire house. Um, the back door was still locked. If somebody had escaped through the back door, it would not have been locked. Yeah. That was the only way to get out of our house. The Other back than the door, front door, which y'all were watching. The back door, front door, or the garage, which you would have either heard a garage opening. Yeah. Or we would have seen them because of the way that our house was situated. You have to come out of the driveway. Or you, like you would have, there's absolutely no way. The garage door would have been open. Like it's not possible. So they come out and they, like, you can tell they're kind of brushing us off because they see three teenage girls. Yeah, but an adult man. Doesn't matter. They all were kind of brushing us off. They're like, there was no, there's nobody in there. It's not possible that there was somebody in there. And we're like telling them exactly what we saw. We're super adamant, just real casual and everything. Mom and dad showed up, I'm pretty sure, while the cops were still there from what Mm. I remember. They showed up and they're panicked because this is the first and only time this ever happened at the house where we had to call the cops because it was... And you had to be alone when it happened? Well... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you don't have your parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, at least we had an adult with us and it wasn't just the three of us trying to figure it out all night. So we go in there um, and I'm explaining to them, you will believe me when we go into Erica's room. Because there, I'm telling you, a piece of furniture either fell down on its own somehow, or there's like holes in her wall because of the amount of the sound, you know. And Caitlin's dad was describing to them what we heard. We went into your room, and do you remember what we found? Nothing. Not a damn thing was out of place. Nothing had fallen. Nothing had fallen off the wall. Even even just a, a freaking picture frame, like a five pound picture frame, like obviously would not have made that much noise, but like nothing in your room was out of place. Mm-hmm. It sounded like at least something one to 200 pounds was thrown across your entire room and there was not a thing out of place. <laughs> nothing had been moved. So that is the story. <laughs> That's it. You're dead. That's the story of when we called the cops on our ghost. Because number one, that's, that is one of the most vivid stories that has stuck with me. That was what? I'm almost 30, 16 years ago. Yeah. And I replay that every single, every detail of that replays in my head perfectly. Because it stuck with me so much. Like the fact, I remember talking to mom and dad because they're every grown up. I say grown up like I'm still a child. <laughs> Every adult is trying to put something in your head of like, okay, what yeah. were you watching? Like, are you sure this is what you heard? Are you sure it wasn't somebody slamming a car door outside? And you're like, I'm not, a t- I'm not an infant. Like, I know yeah. what I heard. Like, that's so one of two things. Something was just trying to freak us out that night because we were home alone um, or just something... Real sinister was in the house that night because the the weight of the boots and everything was a full grown man. Yeah. And and the fact that nothing like it's creepier to me. Like you see you see uh paranormal shows or people recounting their stories and everything and like they'll come in and every cabinet in the kitchen is open or something like that, or like it looks like their house has been ransacked. Mm-hmm. To me, 
it was more terrifying walking in that room and seeing nothing out of place. Yeah. Because it's like, how the hell did it make that sound? It's not nearly as scary for you, and I hate it because you weren't there. I know. I wish you were well, there. She, she hated my room, too. Like, as a kid, she never wanted to go into my room. So anytime... Your room had all the dolls. Uh, yeah, I was a doll. I was a doll girly. Dude, no. She had so many freaking dolls. Like, porcelain creepy dolls. Well, that wasn't my doing. That was mom giving me... What is it? Madame Alexander dolls yeah. and stuff for Christmas. Yeah. I did have American Girl dolls, but those never gave. Those didn't dolls. really freak me out as much. It was it Mm-mm. was the older looking ones. No, I I avoided Erica's room at all costs. But the fact that it this just, happened in your room, it was just eerie, and we always just hung out in your room. I didn't like my bathroom. That was the only room in the house that I didn't like. The only room in the house, even mm-hmm. the utility room after you saw the faceless man. No, I'd still go into the utility room. Mm-hmm. You, you were know. just you were too fearless. I was, I was freaked out a little bit, like, close to after it happened, but I ended up going in there. But my bathroom, I never liked my bathroom. Huh. I just... Some... And I didn't like... Sometimes I didn't like Dad's study. I either. didn't like Dad's office either. That half of the house upstairs gave, yeah. me the, gave me the chills. It was like something... The front half. I wonder if that's where that guy died. Stuff happened. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because we found out... I don't know if we said this in the first episode, but we found out after we moved out of the house that an old man i don't know if he lived there before us or before the owners before us but supposedly he died in the house maybe he like fainted in that room and that was his body hitting the ground oh that y'all heard no (laughs) so there's 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 a lovely little nighttime tale for you so Around this time also is whenever the hauntings of our house started to um, present itself in a pattern. And that pattern was we were seeing Rachel around the house when she was not there. It started taking the like her figure. Can I just tell you too? I am six foot three. <laughs> I have been six foot three since I was 13 years old. Yeah. So she, it, like, there's no mistaking. And she's had like the same type of hair. Long hair, long, dark hair. Yeah. Like it's, and she's, you know, your frame also, like you move a certain way. Yeah. Um, and so it's just, there's no mistaking it. No, not at all. And I never saw her, but I have a friend who saw her. Our mom saw her and my dad saw her all when, when it was not her. When I was not in the house. Yeah. I never saw or me. Or in places that she was in the house, but she was like in two places at once. Kind yes. Of thing. Yes, that's true. So I'll start with a short little story about when my mom saw her. It's not like a huge thing, but um, like I said, that long hallway that kind of you saw from one end of the house to the other, literally, she was sitting at the bar in the kitchen where to the right, you see down that hallway into their bedroom and to the left, you see into the den. And she saw out of the corner of her eye, you walk like kind of from where the formal living room was in the den across to like the end of the den where that like movie closet was so she saw you like walk across through the door frame i'm not about it and she called for you because she was like hey i need you to like look at something real quick or something like that and when you didn't come she was like rachel 
I just, did you not hear me? Like, I just asked you to come in here. And so she gets up from the kitchen and goes into the den and you're not in there. And like the, I'm pretty sure the direction you went was one where it was like, you either go back into the living room uh-huh. or you go, or she would have seen me cross to yeah, go into cross the den. back. I think she, I think you were crossing like further into the den where there's no other door. That was a meal. There wasn't another door. It was just that window, right? Yeah. Into the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. They could open, but no, yeah. there wasn't another door. No, so. you go into the living room, you're in there. Oh, the closet in the living room behind the bar always gave me the heebie-jeebies too. I just remember that's where we kept all of our VHSs. Yeah. Memories. <laughs> the bar. The bar. I don't know. The whole house, the bar to be was honest, just creepy. gave me. The whole house was creepy. There was nothing right it with that house. It was cozy, but not no. a good type of cozy. Dude, no. I not, not one time in my entire existence of 10 years in that house did I ever feel comfortable. Huh. Even as a five-year-old. Like, there was always something. Because I felt like I was the most targeted one. Like, I felt yeah. like... It was always in my room watching me or, I mean, obviously, like, you saw me when I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Yeah. My dad, our dad, hey, sis. Which has been proven now after years of Rachel telling me I was adopted from Russia and shipped in a crate. And that's where I got my scar on my eyebrow. Um, we did, we both have done Ancestry and we are in fact related. Yes. If Maybe if we ever post a picture of us on our Instagram. Well, you can find my Instagram. Yeah, but my point is if you ever see us, you you would bet a million dollars that we're not related because we have no features. No, the only way you can tell we're related is we have the same mannerisms and like yep. stature and everything. Yep. But otherwise there's nothing that's the same. So. Dad. On this other... This other Eve. <laughs> so dramatic. I was upstairs. I was in my bathroom getting ready to go to my friend's house. Carol. We were all going to hang you out at Carol's. a friend Carol's. named Carol? Carol Bradshaw. I don't yeah. know who that is. Carol. She made guacamole. She's what, she's what introduced, she's who introduced me to guacamole. Yeah, Carol. Thank you, Carol. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what her married name is now, because, you know, we're grown. Carol. I was getting ready to go over to her house. Or KK's. Was it Carol? I don't know. That's not important. I was upstairs in the shower, cleansing myself to get ready to go out for the night. This was maybe a year later. I think I was, like, 15 or 16. And I'm in the shower, and I hear the door open, like, super aggressively. And my dad is like, Rachel? And, you know, I have, like, a shower curtain. Obviously, it's not, like, a clear shower or anything like that. And I'm, like, peeking behind the shower curtain. I'm, like, I'm in the shower. Get out. And he stares at me super, like, just distraught. Literally, y'all, like, he just saw a ghost. This is not me being dramatic. I've never seen my dad so confused in my entire life. And he shuts the door. And I'm sitting there, like, I'm a teenage girl. And I'm, like, what the hell, man? My dad, like, what's going on? About to, like, go downstairs and chew him out. I go downstairs after my shower, and I walk into his room to see him sitting on the bed, like, staring at the wall like he is trying to solve the world's toughest riddle. Okay? (laughs) And I'm like, what? What the hell is that about? What is going on? Like, you knew I was in the shower. He proceeds to tell me that he is... So, again, their bedroom is at the end of this long, creepy hallway. 
when you the way their bed set was situated was if he is sitting on his bed facing forward watching tv to the left is their bathroom so you can walk in from the hallway and go straight into their bathroom and all you would see you know you would see somebody walk in there right out of the corner of your eye or if you're looking he said he was sitting on his bed watching tv he knows he's about to take me you know i don't have my license yet so he's about to take me to my friends for the night and he said he saw me walk into his bathroom and like turn the water on or something like that then he hears the water turn on upstairs and so he's like what the hell is going on you know he's distracted because he's watching tv he said it's he thought like i had started the shower upstairs and then come downstairs and he's like you don't need to waste water because that's you know our dad he goes into his bathroom expecting to see me and there's no water running i'm not in there so he goes upstairs busts in on me right in my bathroom and where you actually where i actually were was (laughs) where you actually were that's where i actually were (laughs) y'all and so he said so i'm like i'm not understanding i'm like you heard me turn the shower on upstairs you knew i was upstairs and he said no you don't understand i'm sitting here on my bed and i see you out of the corner of my eye walk into my bathroom you tall dark hair out of the corner of my eye walk into the bathroom And he, like, was so adamant about this. This is the same man that blew certain things off for so long. Like, swore up and down. Will, to this day, will swear that he saw me out of the corner of his eye walk into the bathroom when I was actually upstairs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't think anything about it. I wasn't creeped out or anything because I'm like, like, I didn't see it. You know, I went to went to carol's and had a lovely evening but he tells that story from time to time and it's always the same yeah like that doppelganger yeah okay so the next i'm just my eyes are about to start watering thinking about jamie's story this next story is probably the worst it's the scariest we started off light of like seeing rachel stories take it away so i never saw her I think I already mentioned that. I never saw her directly. But this is, like, literally right before we moved. So part of the reason we moved... Oh, Oh, you're about to explain it. Okay. Part of the reason we moved was because of the ghost thing. Yeah. But also, like, we found a house and we were just like, fine, let's just get out of here. Well, we started looking for a house when it started taking my form. Yeah. And we had actually called, like, a ghost investigator taps. people we talked we called yeah taps. but they weren't able to come before we moved so yeah we found a house and we were opportunity. out we were out a month later like my whole family was over it mm-hmm. so by now we have started packing and you know whenever you have a sister you get protective over your things and i had this thing where i was like I swear Rachel is getting in my room whenever I'm not here and I'm very particular about things. Which was not accurate at all because I hated your room. I know, but I just, I would find things missing. And now that I'm thinking about it, that might be something that I never put two and two together. Of... It wasn't me, sis. <laughs> it was not me. I hated your it room. Was probably a ghosty moving things around, but like I am one that I will know if something is different. And so I would have clothes missing, and this was getting to around the time where we were starting to be able to wear the same clothes, and I was just over it. And so I was like, Mom and Dad, can I please get 
a doorknob that locks because I swear she's coming to my room. She's taking my things without asking like a pencil here, you know. Stuff. And when she say a doorknob that locks, she's not talking about a doorknob that you just turn something. She's talking about a doorknob with a key. Yeah, I was, I, yeah, I wanted, I wanted that key. So I would, I would take that key with me. And this is like, I only had it for a short period of time before we moved. But anyway, we have a doorknob with a lock on it. Um, so no way to get in. Which, now that I think about it, that's probably a safety hazard. <laughs> As a kid. Yeah, they probably but shouldn't have got you they that. Were, they were just like, you know, just we were whatever, about to Erica. And so, um, I'm like 10 or 11 at this point. And I... So, we're starting packing. There's like boxes full in my room and everything. And I have my best friend over at the time. This is Jamie. Shout out Jamie if she ever listens to this. Um, she was staying over and my bed was directly facing the door of the room and the door of my closet to the right. So door to the room on the left, closet on the right. And there was a window to the front of the house. Also, it's worth mentioning that her closet also had a door in it that went to the attic. Oh, yeah. I hated your closet so Both much. houses we lived in growing up, I had the I had the closet the, that was to the attic. Yeah. No, um, no thank you. Yeah. The the closet was kind of creepy. So anyway, she's sleeping over and before I go to bed, I lock my door and I push a bunch of the boxes that I had packed and these were like full of shoes and like heavy stuff. And I pushed them in front of the door so that we would have room to like play and do whatever we wanted to do in the room that night. And Jamie, the next morning, had told me what happened. She uh, woke up in the middle of the night feeling like someone was watching her or, like, had a bad dream we or something. We all know that feeling, like someone's watching us. I don't know. She woke up unsettled from something in the middle of the night. And whenever she opened her eyes and looked around the room, you were standing right in front of the closet, staring at her. It's oh, it's so creepy. No. In, like, basically coming out of the closet. (gasps) You looked like you were, you had just done. And you were staring at her. And she was so freaked out because it's like, there's boxes in front of the door and the door's freaking locked. There's no way I could have got in. No, without either of us hearing you even trying to get in. Um, Now that I think about it, mom and dad might have had the spare key. That might have (laughs) been. Sorry. (laughs) Um, So anyway... So she's scared and she like pulls a cover over her head. She closes her eyes real tight because she's like, I have to be imagining this, you know, like this isn't real kind of thing. And she find she tries waking me up because she's like, why is Rachel in here kind of thing? Why is she trying to scare us? And she finally gets the courage to like look back over the covers and you're gone. Without hearing any doors close, open, nothing. Because, like, y'all. once you're in the room, you could probably, like, move the boxes yeah. and unlock the door. But, yeah, none of the boxes had been moved from before. And so she saw you in the closet. And she told me the next morning, and I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you had to go through that alone because I was, like, dead asleep. Yeah, that's not okay. That I didn't even know that story until, like, recently. Yeah. I had never heard of that. That was the last thing I think that happened before we moved. The last time anybody saw me. That's crazy that you never saw me. Maybe I, I maybe it was trying to appear to you and just poor Jamie got caught in a crossfire. I know. But maybe. Or I, I saw you and I never realized it wasn't you. Pro- that's probably more accurate. 
you didn't care enough to, th- to no. think, oh, she's not home. No, I was a kid that played independently. I was in my own yeah. world. I you didn't... were young, too. I mean, 10. You were you were 10 when we moved out. Yeah. So. Because Jamie went with us to go actually look at the house mm-hmm. that we were moving to. Yeah. So the first, yeah, the first couple of times that they saw me when I wasn't there, enough had happened in that house that we were, we immediately started house shopping, found a house, boom, out. Which to, now that I'm older, I'm like, ah, like as adults, I wish that mom and dad had waited until the- We could have gotten some like answers because something. We're not ever going to have access to that house again. And I found the house on Realtor like months ago and it had all of the photos on it from exactly when we moved out. Like, and I'm so mad that I didn't screenshot any of the photos because just looking at the photos, you can feel, you can feel that something's there. It is so creepy. And we, I think we mentioned in episode one, even just friends and people who passed our house on the street or first saw it on the outside from the first time, they always said it like looked like a haunted house. It just looked creepy. It looked creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And every friend that I ever had over either something happened, like I talked about in episode one with the Furby, like many, many people experienced things in that house and it felt uneasy. I mean, you're when you're a high schooler though, you're like, oh, my friend has a haunted house. Like I definitely want to go experience that. But it got to the point where people did not want to come over, mm-hmm. which is, you know, when we ended up moving. So it's still, there are still, like those were some of the main stories that we have that are very vivid like never forget never ever forget there's tons of little small things like you know the casual i'd be sitting on my bed you know just like resting because you know i i would do that i'm one i've always been one that can like cool story (laughs) (laughs) i've always been one that can sit on my bed and like just stare at the wall and just like refresh but I remember one night, one time, no, during the day, it's always creepier whenever it happens during the day. I do remember one time I was laying on my bed, staring up at the ceiling fan. I don't know if I was listening to music, probably bumping some Kelly Clarkson or something, like on my You stereo. liked, what's her face, Rachel? Lampa. Lampa, because <laughs> she had the same name as you. <laughs> um, I remember laying there, I was probably listening to music, and in my ceiling, uh, it was like a bronze, so you could see reflections from the ceiling fan. And I remember seeing a black hooded, not hooded, but like just a black dominating figure moving around in the reflection of my ceiling fan. Ew. Like, so many things like that that I could fill a book with stories, which it's like, that's not a story. That's just something I saw one time. But like, you can't explain that, sis. No. I wish you had experienced more. I wish you had been older. Yeah, because I probably experienced more and it's just like, wasn't enough. Your brain put it out of, you You didn't even yeah. think anything of it when shit was happening all around you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was by myself because my parents wouldn't believe me. Although I do have to give our dad credit. There, once things started getting a little bit out well, of he- hand, he started acknowledging it and he started like, okay, that night- I do remember this. That night that he saw me, yeah. he said that he got back from dropping me off at Carol's, walked into the kitchen, which was like the center, you know, kind of of our house, and yelled at it saying, this is my house. Leave my family alone. 
He said he did that multiple times while we le- yeah. lived there and that things would go quiet for a little bit and then would start back up. But for the most part, I felt like I was ignored. Yeah. It's okay. Y'all were probably scared. <laughs> Talking to you, mom and dad. Well, dad also, I don't think he ever fully wrote things off, like push things to the side because he experienced stuff like throughout his life. That yeah. he's very, like, the. we need to have him tell the bank story. We do. Um, he also, you know, his after his dad died, they, him, his brother, and his dad all worked at the same dental office. And he, like, experienced stuff at the office. Oh, the office. Yeah, things um, did go down at that office. So he was never, I don't think he was ever fully pushing well, it off. They just never acknowledged I, to me, like, I believe you. Like, I think it was maybe a tactic to try to keep us from getting too scared about it. Because, like, works. once the adults are scared, then it's like, oh, this is a real reason to be but freaked out. all it does is the exact opposite. It makes the child feel like they're alone. Yeah. And then they become more of a target for that thing that's in the house. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, nobody believes you. <laughs> just... What freaks me out the most is when kids are like, yeah, I made a new friend today. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Or... You know, some sort of old George. <laughs> George. I never did yeah, that. Yeah, me and George have been playing all day. I definitely like, never did Who's that. Who's George? And they're like, oh, the boy in the attic. Yeah, no. You know. that. Luckily, that wasn't us. If you had come to me one day, because you were younger. I never had. If a- you had come to me, I would have drop kicked you so hard. <laughs> would have been so terrified come to come to you and said and said that you made a like oh yeah veronica in the attic like (laughs) oh it's that erica get out of here i never had imaginary friends well that just tells you i tried having a child i tried having imaginary friends because everybody else said that they had one at one point and you wanted to fit in yeah and i was like this is stupid (laughs) i never had imaginary friends either yeah, no, I didn't need the company. Or also, <laughs> maybe think... we just didn't see ghosts when we were that young. Maybe. I mean, because I feel like mm, a lot of imaginary, imaginary friends, friends. Are, they once lived. Yeah. They're not imaginary. I swear, if Atlas, I'm not even going to say it. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. So, y'all, thanks for joining us. That's her kid, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, Erica. <laughs> well, you just say Atlas, and it's like... It's such a specific name. Well, yes, it's my son. This has been a lovely installment of Haunted House. Story time. We will have a part three at some point where we can talk about more things that happened in the house. And the new house. And things that happened in the new house. Because I don't know if you remember that time that I had the party when mom and dad weren't there. And the recording. The the recording in the book. The recording in the book. Yeah. Things went down. Yeah. So we will we'll do a part three maybe in a couple of months or something like that. Try and keep this updated until we've told told all our stories. Yes. I have some stuff that happened at ACU too. Wow. Wow. Well, thanks for joining us, y'all. That's all for now. If you grew up in a haunted house, tell us your stories. We'd love to hear it. If you had an imaginary friend as a child that was not an imaginary friend, we'd love to know about him or her. Or even if you had any, like when kids tell their parents about their past lives kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I love those stories, too. Anything. We love all things spooky. We will read it. So until our next episode, hopefully you enjoyed two episodes this week. We tried, we're trying to 
We're trying to make up for some content because we missed a month or two. Yeah. Sorry. That was my fault. But yeah, we're going to do our best. We're really trying. So. Until next time. <laughs> Stay. Stay spooky, y'all. Stay spooky, y'all.